0: you guys do our San Diego game last year? Joe, I can't remember where I worked last week. They're going to go for it here on fourth and one. Lot of words, lot of no words. Word. No snap, no play, nothing. Ready? going.
1: hard. Hard Count for robot sides. Welcome to Hard Count. <laughs> Melanie Jansky. Hello. Lawrence Horish. Howdy. I'm Patrick Stack, we're a day late. Great apologies, the race that stops the nation, stops this podcast, so we're coming to you a day late, sorry about that. I'm coming to you extremely hungover, but a richer man, <laughs> after a massive day on the punt, Lawrence. Successful day. Yeah, very good, successful day. Fox Sports own Benway tipping me into a few winners, so thankfully uh, things are going alright, but a twist, Lawrence, a little like plot twists. twist, got a call from mum this morning. Oh no. Apparently I missed jury duty. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so we know where the winnings are going Apparently the fine's exactly $1,000 Which w- is exactly the amount oh, I won yesterday Oh my
2: gosh plot That twist. is a big t- plot twist Oh my oh. goodness Even Stephen It was yesterday, jury duty? No, no I, just, I, I, don't know. Okay. I
1: didn't get the letter And mum was like There's a letter here from, from, from jury duty Oh, no. anyway, oh so,
2: dear But do
1: you know what makes everything feel better? Football, Lawrence Football, football. Melanie So football. let's get through some Football <laughs> you know what the biggest story has to be? The Falcons over the Packers. Speaking of punting, <laughs> this one stung me. Had mm. the Falcons minus three, they couldn't quite cover. But they did do a fantastic job in knocking over the Packers who put on an absolute clinic. Well, their QB did. who was absolutely outstanding. Uh, it was a, a, a really good game. We really enjoyed it. Um, mm. You know the Falcons at the moment, they're my real excitement team. You know, you, you've got your girlfriend, your lover, you've been going out there <laughs> for a few years. I don't like where
2: this is going. And then... <laughs> There's this
1: nice new thing at work who's just really lovely and really charming and exciting. And wow. That is the Atlanta Falcons right now. They're not my team, but God, I just love watching them play football.
3: Do you walk into work and you see the Falcons and you get a little blushy? Is that what happens? Oh, Matt Ryan. <laughs> Julio Jones. And my new favourite, Mohamed Sanu.
2: Stop it. Game winner. Yeah.
3: Sanu doing some real damage over the middle in this one. That's where Green Bay were hurting on defence. And, and with Julio Jones dealing with a little ankle roll-up, uh, Sanu really stepped to the fore and he gets the go-ahead touchdown late with the seconds dying off the clock for the Atlanta Falcons. But this was one for for you QB lovers out there. This was, as you said, a clinic. Oh. We've got Matt Ryan, 28 for 35, 288 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, 129.5 pass rating. What about Rogers, Mel?
2: 28 from 38 for 246 handy yards, four touchdowns. That is good. And also no picks. So, um, yeah, great performance by those two QBs. Is Rogers perhaps... Back to his best. Certainly
1: or? seems to be. I'll tell you what was most concerning from a Falcons perspective was that they could not stop him. Like no. They didn't look like they were going to stop but him.
2: But they were putting pressure on, I think it was what we touched on earlier in this podcast, in that when he's scrambling, when mm. he's rolling out to his right or his left, that's when he was making some plays. Yeah, it
3: was just nice to see him do that when it was actually necessary this time rather than that's randomly true. break free from a clean that's pocket. True. But the, the big thing that stood out from Rogers asking if he's back, his accuracy and ball placement was so on the money. That was so startlingly different to what we've seen so far putting the ball in the best position for his receivers and running backs out of the backfield to make a play so Jordy nelson got going deep down the field as well also good to see so i think the, the pack is you know it's not a win but with the vikings slipping in their own division uh detroit struggling as well and no one's really scared of the chicago bears despite their upset win i think so it's a, it's a loss but there's plenty to take away from green bay going forward but
2: how much of an issue is their running back situation
3: uh, well, they cut Niall Davis. Mm, um, yes, they did. <laughs> who, Niall Davis has managed to now get himself cut from the New York Jets, cut by two teams mm, in 24 hours. That's, that's, a, that's a big 24 hours.
2: <laughs> that's a I career mean, achievement. Eddie, Eddie Lacy wasn't really lighting it up uh, too much, but no. he was a solid uh, go-to guy for those extra yards up the middle. And uh, do we think that the guys who are replacing them are going to sort of keep that going?
3: Well, we'll see when James Starks gets back from his injury situation. And then we've got you know Ty Montgomery, who who missed this one, Uh, but should be able to step in in that kind of hybrid running back wide receiver role as he makes a transition. So that'll be interesting for them. But, you know, as they go forward, we get week nine for the Green Bay Packers and they get a really interesting matchup against the Colts who can't play too much defense. So, you know what? If, uh, If they're not back to full string in the running game, Uh, They may get just the type of boost they need to get that on track against Indianapolis. Mm. And then we go... It wasn't even the
1: most exciting game.
3: Apparently not. (laughs) It was an absolute ripper, but it wasn't even the best of the round. What a great round of football. It
1: It really was. And it was your Cowboys getting it done in (laughs) OT, Lawrence. (laughs) Mm. The two
2: young quarterbacks. a little bit
1: upsetting for you because Dak Prescott getting it done in OT. So you'll be upset about that because we know that you are basically... The Tony Romos are a, a demigod for you, so uh, a little bit upset to see Prescott get it done.
3: I'm not going to reveal what tattoos I have to demigods <laughs> all over my body when it comes to Tony Romo, but no, not a, not upset at all. As he said, this one goes to OT. OT OT. There's never much love
1: Shout
2: out O-T.
3: to OT. Um, so Dak Prescott really unimpressive through the first half and a bit of this game. Mm. Um, missing throws through a red zone interception.
2: He looked really challenged for parts of that game. Definitely, yeah,
3: yeah wasn't was throwing off the back foot a lot. Wasn't convincing. Uh, missed missed some uh, really interesting red zone opportunities to Des Bryant, but he gets it going late in the fourth quarter. Um, he got a little lucky in that he had two <laughs> more interceptions that could have that could have occurred. He can thank uh, Terrence, Terrence Williams Williams
2: in for, the in the end zone for
3: a professional foul there, if yeah. I ever saw one, and then uh, and then a, a Philadelphia defensive back unable to corral the ball in. Uh, just
2: bouncing, yeah. So bouncing.
3: they do enough to get it done. He, you know, a very Romo-esque spinning, <laughs> uh, twirling. It was pass. a real
2: Romo play. Yeah, wasn't to, it? <laughs> to to who?
3: But Romo's best friend, and Jason Witten, all alone in the end zone after two God, Eagles he was defenders fell over.
2: Open wasn't he? I
3: know. Uh, yeah, there's some <laughs> great photos of this Cowboys staff actually behind the end zone, just their media staff. And there's a slow-mo shot of that pass, and you can see them all pointing and saying, throw it to Jason, <laughs> throw it to Jason. Whether the league looks into that is another question. So that's a big win. But um, What about the stones on the
1: coaching staff at Dallas?
3: Yeah, going for it on fourth down in overtime, fourth and one. It helps when you've got a 6'4", 6'5", quarterback the size of Dak, and he can fall forward behind that offensive line. Yeah. So, But good to see, because Jason Garrett has often been held back in terms of... Uh, Criticism of him in that he's conservative, but we also saw the fake punt Chris Jones showing off his serious yeah. wheels uh, to really ignite the team when that they was were down, cool, wasn't it? down by a couple scores there. Bigger, uh, bigger. And then news. they get the field goal. It would have been game over if that goes wrong. Absolutely. So, um, an interesting one. Plenty to take away for positive for Dallas. They get a two game lead on the rest of the uh, the division there, but they've suffered some huge injuries. Uh, Morris Claiborne, Airplane Mo. Uh, he's got a groin injury, sport tenure injury that could be out long-term. He's been their best defensive player. And Barry Church has been the leader of that defense from the strong safety position, broken forearm. So that's that's a serious hit to Dallas. And I know this is going to sound silly. We've talked about trap games, and Cleveland Browns are un. un Win. They have no wins this season. They get Dallas this week, but they also get Corey Coleman back. So you pair up Corey Coleman and Terrell Pryor. And
2: Terrell Pryor is back to his best by looks. Yeah, he again. looks
3: healthy again yep. against a Cowboys defensive backfield that's hammered by injuries. Serious trap game there. Mm-hmm. Uh, serious trap feels. Uh, as we move on to the next one. What's the Pats and the Bills. Do I need to drink a... Shot of tequila? Is that what we
2: bet last oh, week? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about I'm that. I'm in
3: no condition
1: to Whoa. do a shot of tequila.
2: This was a, well, there was a little
3: empathy and sympathy shown here for Patty Stack. Uh, uh, no tequila was needed look, after your efforts yesterday. Can I
2: just say how perfect it was? It, oh. Yes, the Pats beat um, the Bills 41-25. We got that sweet revenge, as I predicted, against Rex Ryan's men. But it was all about Gronkowski. How grunt. perfect is it that in his 60... 60- In the game where he scored his 69th touchdown to take the franchise touchdown record in New England, in his hometown of Buffalo, a dildo gets thrown on the field. Oh, I forgot about the (laughs) balance.
3: How... So many questions.
2: So, it's How did
3: you get it into the
1: stadium? Was it
2: premeditated? Did you go, <laughs>
1: I'm going to throw a dildo on the field? Or is it something that... In, in,
2: did you not read the whole explainer on that? Out of complete
1: that? fury, you reach into your bag and the first thing you pick out is a dildo and you throw that. Do you? Th- how do you throw a dildo? <laughs> end over end or yeah. like a spiral?
2: Yeah.
3: I got to think there's some weight issues so in that particular uh, object that was thrown down there. That maybe end over end would be the preferred throw. Apparently,
2: method. he he did. I think it was for New York Post. Uh, he he sort of explained it. He said he hit it in his pants, and um, <laughs> we'll leave no that one's going to really tap him down for that, are they? Um, and He's he, he was quite far back. He said he was really stoked that it made it onto the field. But the best thing was Tom Brady saying. Um, it was funny because no one wanted to touch it everyone was just kicking it lots of
3: gags about it being the best bills throw all day <laughs> yeah well you know when you play backyard cricket and the ball finishes close to the batter and rather than just pick the ball up and throw it to the bowler he tries to like hit <laughs> like, it off the ground yeah. and yeah, take six yeah, yeah. that's kind of what happened to the referee blatantly didn't want to pick it up and remove it so he's kicking it and it does it goes about two yards you don't
2: want it again the guy the cr- in that screenshot that's no. why you don't want to be- that's gonna that's, just enough, haunt to, him that's enough to
1: end your officiating career <laughs> can you uh, see any sort of circumstances where this becomes a thing in Buffalo that we're just going to see
2: throwing sex toys yeah it's you
1: know like in the, in the hockey when I you wouldn't see be them, against throwing them throwing fluffy toys onto the onto the ice have you seen that before
3: yeah I mean um,
1: um, know, we're in a situation yet? where it's just
3: raining sex toys they've, in m- <laughs> they've moved from power bombing each other in the tailgate <laughs> to tackling mannequins to we've moved from mannequins to toys now
1: mm-hmm. I don't
3: know what's next I don't know if I want to know what's next some of those Buffalo fans are pretty hairy it's and scary up there. I'm not sure uh, where this can go, but as long as it'll it's all in, in good
2: fun, I, I mean, it's I kind of think it's a bit bit funny, and I don't mind it. But uh, as long as no one's getting hurt and it's all in good fun, but uh, <laughs> to the Broncos. Like we're talking
1: about sexual education. As long as everyone's <laughs> having a good time and no one's getting hurt. Do your worst, kids. Oh, dear. Year six flashbacks. Good yeah. attitude
2: to have. Anyway, Broncos, day, they got uh, sweet revenge as well, but on Phillip Rivers, yeah. of course, they are one and one now for the season, these two teams. Yeah, they
3: split that one.
1: Phil Rivers is a beautiful, beautiful man. That's uncharacteristic by him to get picked a couple of times like that. He's a wonderful quarterback. <laughs>
3: what do you see from the defense, O'Mell? Are they back the Broncos? Are they firing and flourishing as we we thought they, they might? They did.
2: What did yeah. Phil Rivers got sacked, what, three times, is it?
3: Yeah, he got he got hunted down. to Marcus Ware back, definitely a presence there. He got mm-hmm. he started honing in, you know, when you have guys like Von Miller and Shaq
2: Barrett on the other side. So, yep, yep. Uh, and, yeah. I mean, 27-19... It, it seems comfortable, but it was close for a lot of that game. And uh, San Diego never quite looked out of it, especially with Phil, Phil in the back, um, slinging passes to... He found Travis Benjamin again as a popular target. Which Antonio
3: Gates, the revival Gates, was on again. That thing's as old as time, that connection. Yeah, Terrell Williams,
2: of- was he He's slightly injured? He looked like he took a bad hit.
3: Maybe he just got caught. Maybe what he did get was a full dose of the defensive uh, backfield from uh, from the Broncos. And look, he'll, he'll get anyone going, Phil Rivers. We even saw JJ Watts' younger brother, Derek Watt with a 53-yard reception. Wow. So uh, it, it's good. You know, Rivers will do it with anyone, but ultimately too much class from the Broncos' defense. Trevor Simeon doing enough to...
2: He looked good, didn't he? Looked yeah. look,
3: look better than we had seen. The, um, the Chargers' defense kept this close for some parts, forcing some... Some turnover ball and some good situations, but ultimately uh, the Broncos get themselves back up near the tippy top of their division. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I think we could see multiple teams come out of this division into the playoffs as we cast our eyes later in the show uh, towards the rest of the season, but that'll be interesting watching going forward. Now, the Carolina Panthers, they get, you know, it wasn't an impressive. Or, you know it's a badly g- needed win, was it, it? was badly needed. It wasn't a great I think one. I they
2: did well under the circumstances. Cam Newton was getting absolutely smashed in the pocket. And that was the story, wasn't yeah. it? And that was the big story, and I think he absolutely has a point. Yeah. But as a couple of people have spoken about, um, he's probably not the only quarterback not getting the calls. This is what he had to say.
0: It's not fun. It's really taking the fun out of the game for me. At times, I don't even feel safe, and, and, and enough is enough. You know, I, I I plan on talking to Commissioner Goodell about this, and I, I the, the story of my life ever since I came in is just, oh, oh, well, we missed that one. I'm sorry. I try to get it. That's bull crap. That's bull crap.
1: He's absolutely livid. As mm. you say, probably has a point. Do, you, are you, do players ever feel safe on an NFL game? <laughs> That's a fair question. question.
2: Quarterbacks are Quarterback. opening themselves up to a lot of... Uh, Punishment that they're not bracing for—that's where the yep. issue is. Yep. Obviously, they're going to get better protection. And the
3: particular hit that comes into question here was Calais Campbell, star defensive end for the Cardinals, goes low and folds up Cam's oh yeah, those knees. knees looked real that bad. looked like yeah, you're losing was... your league MVP to a torn ACL. Yeah, so. And no flag for that, which is just ridiculous. That's a missed call. Mm-hmm. From what it sounds like, is that they have talked Commissioner Goodell and Cam Newton. We don't know what was said, but apparently that Who phone was call most hasn't... flamboyantly dressed during that meeting. I'm gonna go with Cam. Yeah, <laughs> looking <laughs> like looking like a 60s it was river, quite, well, riverboat salesman. Shoes.
2: It was the shoes, though. Do you see the shoes? Someone put a really good thing. It looked like um. Like uh, cheese, cheddar cheese with pepper through it. That's what they look like, yeah. and it's so true. To
1: so be so <laughs> flamboyant in your attire and then uh,
3: tackling such a serious subject yeah. matter was kind of um, just didn't quite connect. It's an interesting visual when he looks. You know, his boater hat looks like it wouldn't be lost on the North Shore of Sydney. Yeah. You know all about that, Patrick Stack. So we're we saying that um, if
2: all, all Cam Gilles. Newton needs to do to get more calls is to dress like an accountant. No,
3: I think I think the yes. fact <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he runs around, he's a more mobile quarterback, and he's taking hits in general, which as soon as you establish yourself as a runner, even as a quarterback, you're going to take hits, and that's legal. But that seems to translate into him getting hit when he's actually a passer, yeah. and re- and refs being uh, less inclined to throw the flag there. Which is it's sad to say he's got a he's got a point, but you know the the awe around this team, even after a 30-20 win over the Cardinals, still isn't good. Cam seems to be in a questionable headspace. So going forward, I don't I don't get the feeling that this is a team that's going to make a run. I think there's too many holes. Uh, I don't see them built. To be honest, too far differently from a team like the New Orleans Saints. Great quarterback, explosive offense, defense, poo-poo. Speaking yeah. of imposters, Oakland with a 30-24 <laughs> to 24 win over Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, another
2: That was a fun game.
1: Fantastic game of football, <laughs> but wow, I did not trust this Oakland team as far as I could kick them.
2: Well, the big talking point out of that one was the Oakland's 23 penalties, a new league record. It cost them Ooh. 200 yards. We had a
3: question come in. Is that an NFL any? I think so. Yeah. I think that's, that's uh, just egregious. Look,
2: that's, that's more yards than Jameis Winston had in passing, which tells you Ouch. a lot. Um, and then, uh, of course, more penalties, and Tampa Bay had first downs. The NFL's been around a very long time, since the 20s, right? You can imagine those were rough ragtag days, <laughs> and they managed to beat that in 2016. Um, Unbelievable. <laughs>
3: I did like
1: Blackjack Del Rio going
3: for it again, though. So he had one instance where it was a fourth down and he didn't, and people were going, oh, whoa, oh, whoa. Blackjack. But then he comes back with the minerals <laughs> call, finds Seth Roberts, uh, breaks free of some really sloppy tackling by the Tampa Bay uh, secondary, and he, he breaks free. And, look, we keep waiting for the other foot to drop, the penny to drop, the you know the truth to come up. Me and Stacky are looking at the Zapruder film of these, uh, <laughs> these fraudulent Raiders, but it's not happening. Uh, they've got six wins on the season. Just
2: winning. And...
3: Maybe they just don't break these records. By the Broncos next week. Y- y- you feeling that's what's coming? Yeah, that is yeah. what is coming. There Derek- is a
1: train coming and it has their name all over it.
3: Here in my car, not feeling yeah. safest as In all? Oakland too. You it's think it's me- going to be an invasion by the Broncos? Sorry, was that a
2: Gary Newman reference? Was he it a Gary New? Yes, it
3: was. <laughs> I feel safest of <laughs> all. <laughs> <I love laughs> oh, Gary How's Newman gets fun? a run in week eight in the half season <laughs> extravaganza. Before we do get to when we're going to start handing out some awards later on, first down under... Two Aussies on by this week with Jordan Berry and Brad Wing enjoying a snooze and resting the pegs, mm-hmm. but Mel?
2: Yeah, uh, we saw Adam Gottsis very nearly get a sack in that game against San Diego for Denver. Um, he was charging at Philip Rivers, and he did get the hit on him, but just as Phil got the pass away, which is unfortunate for our big guy, mm. still after his first sack as an NFL professional. But, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait a little longer for that.
3: The other Aussie representing this week, Lachlan Edwards for the New York Jets. They get themselves a, you want to talk about much-needed win, <laughs> over the uh, the Browns of Cleveland.
2: Just 31-28. Yeah, yeah.
3: had a strong game. Uh, bounced back from last week's mishaps. Six punts, net average of 42.3. Very solid there. Three inside the 20. His career-long of fifty-seven yards in the regular season, and he had a clutch punt late on to help pin those pesky Browns and secure the victory. Mm. So good to see. That's how the Aussies who represent.
2: You know what? Uh, like just a side note cheer. on that game. Uh, on that game, the Cleveland Browns supporter base, the Dog Pound, mm. as they like to be called. we will
3: talk about an NFL, any? Yeah, yeah.
2: Look, this might just be one of those as well. Um, they had a bit of a spelling issue with their yeah. sign. Dog pound.
3: Three piece signs, uh, much like three piece suits, can be hit yep. and miss. Yep. And uh, and they <laughs> got three three suits. their. They got their. Uh, the Was it the first and second uh, yeah. signs mixed up?
2: Instead of uh, dog pound, that's D A W G. Correct. Uh, it's spelled G P O D A W U N G, which says Jipper Dewand.
3: Look, I am a big which fan. Which is a little bit off. I'm a yeah. big fan of the spelling bee.
2: Uh, oh. As as stacking, what is notes.
3: it? We are huge fans. We get we, we fire up the Twitter accounts. We get going on that, um, and uh, and I'm pretty sure that's not in any
2: no any, Cleveland with uh, some work to do in that department. No, nah,
3: I don't know what the uh, the derivative mm-hmm. or the nation of origin is for that, but it doesn't please me. But those are the Aussies representing Australia in the NFL now. But <laughs> intrepid journo Melanie Danyaski, you may have caught up at with the Esports client. headquarters mm. with. A former Australian NFL representative.
2: Yes, um, a San Francisco 49er uh, from Don't yesteryear. do so excited. <laughs> His name is Jared Hayne. Who? Jared Hayne. We've never
3: heard of him here the at Fox Hain Sports. Plane.
2: Yep, the cross sport extravaganza that is... The dream chaser. The Hayne plane. Yeah, the dream chase. The dream chaser. Is that his number plate, you reckon?
3: The dream catcher. You see, well, it wasn't too much of a punt return to catch up, but uh, that, that'd be quite ooh. a good gag. We should, at a press conference, we should give him a dream catcher. You yeah. know, like those crystal things.
1: That Maybe you things should throw them on own. the
2: field at uh, Titans games. That's a good job. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just turn up with a whole bunch. of dream
2: catcher. Of, uh, <laughs> just go to Tree of Life. Of Native American artifacts and just yeah, start, and just start throwing dream but catchers.
1: could
3: totally do that in the stands. You know how to have the science. Just a big and dream catcher. Because they're circular, you could get some good Frisbee action yeah. on yeah. a dream catcher. Just use the wrist. This may be culturally insensitive. So. You did catch up with the Dreamcatcher. <laughs>
2: we did, and uh, we talked about all, all sorts of things. He's, of course, doing some training with some eSports athletes for Call of Duty's... Um, it's coming out, the new game, Call of Duty, on November 4. So here is 60 Seconds with Hayne. NFL tights or footy stubs?
0: You have to say the footy stubs, yeah. Okay.
2: Kaepernick or Gabbit?
0: That's a tough one. I don't because <laughs> they're, they're both different, you know what I mean? They're yeah. both different. I, I enjoy them both, you know, so... Yeah, that's probably it's probably a bit hard to pick one.
2: Ocean Beach or Surface Paradise.
0: Where's Ocean Beach? San Francisco. Oh no Surface Paradise.
2: <laughs> Best mate in the 49ers locker room.
0: I had a couple of close mates, me and Marcus Rush would always hang out. I had mm-hmm. had Patty Miller as well, but he, he mm-hmm. ended up getting cut at the start of the year and uh, Kendall Gasson and and, and and those guys, the running back guys, you know we you know everyone kinda hung out with everyone which was good.
2: Alright, favourite food spot in San Francisco?
0: Uh, steakhouse in Centena Row. I forget what it was called.
2: What was your favourite dish there?
0: Oh, just a steak. Yeah, really, really good steak. It was um, expensive, like 70 bucks, 100 and something dollars. Wow. I
2: ain't
0: got it once. It was when I was leaving, so it was good.
2: What's your thing that you'll miss most about the NFL?
0: Oh, there's a lot to miss, you know, like the vibe and. I guess coming to you know coming to training and seeing the guys, the big you know, billion dollar facility and yeah. little things like that. Um and yeah, you know, and the fans too. Fans were unbelievable over there. So okay. you know, absolutely loved every, every minute over there. And what
2: won't you miss about the NFL?
0: Probably the video sessions. <laughs>
2: really? yeah, we
0: did two our video sessions every day. So
2: what was the best moment playing in the league?
0: I guess probably when I when I made when I did that punt return against the, the Cardinals, you know, I was I was close to going all the way and obviously they're running in Houston, but I think probably the, the Cardinals being you know in season and right.
2: and in fifty years' time when people look back at your four into NFL, how do you hope they'll remember it?
0: Oh, uh, I guess, you know, the guy that went on an adventure, you know, and, and chased something that he was just passionate about and, and just, you know, believed in himself, you know, I think that's um, hopefully what I get remembered for.
1: The biggest surprise there is, he doesn't know what Ocean Beach is. The plane—it's
3: one of the finest spots to, you know, go cavorting Santa. around in uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm. But uh, busy go. training, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose
2: he wasn't there long. Mm. Oh. Anyway, is uh, oh. that uncle, too hard? Uncle no, uncle. I thought that was a bit of funnies.
3: But you know what? It's good that you've got your discerning analytical glasses on, <laughs> because we are getting to. Awards time. It is the mid-season ding, ding, awards ding. time here. Mm. Our hard count mid-season awards. We've got some traditional ones here. We'll get to your season we MVP so far.
2: awards music. That's what we should have done for this app. I can know? sing.
3: Ah, you live in your life. So, we're going to start with, I'm calling this the Chris Matthews Award. For those that don't remember, Chris Matthews was the random as all-hell Seahawks receiver who came out of nowhere and almost stole a Super Bowl MVP <laughs> with some circus-like catches. So, this is the biggest surprise of the season so far. Mm. Who has really just grabbed you and and stunned you with their performance perhaps in a good way? Perhaps in a bad way? Probably in a good way. The Beaver. No. The Beaver? Rex Ryan <laughs> <laughs> a I giant do... beaver. I
2: thought we were doing players.
3: No, it's anyone. anyone. Oh okay, alright. It literally
2: says on our, any... our run on our rundown down. it says team, team player, player, coach, coach whatever. whatever. Surely the dildo wins that then.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Biggest surprise? Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah.
2: That's Bell's that's one. It's hard to argue no, with that. No, no, no. I've got yeah. an, I an actual I... one coming up. But okay. no, go, go I'm,
1: on. I'm all about the Beaver. I mean, I thought he was going to be the first coach sacked. So the fact that the Bills have turned out to be a reasonably competent football team has to have him in my front and centre as a uh, biggest surprise. Well, there Very you go.
2: nice. Um, mine is wide receiver for Washington, Jamison Crowder. Four oh, touchdowns, yeah. 498 yards, uh, and a punt return touchdown, too, for 85 yards. Um, he only had two TDs in his rookie year last season, and he's come out firing. I think he's going to continue to really deliver. You happy
3: to... dildo. <laughs> You happy yeah. saying he's the best receiver <laughs> yeah. in Washington?
2: Hmm. Well, with Jordan Reed out,
3: yeah, perhaps, yeah. yeah. Deshaun Jackson's taken a step back. Pierre Garçon, you know. Deshaun
2: Jackson hasn't been the same since he left Philly. And
3: first-round pick Josh Doxon's done for the year uh, as he's dealt mm-hmm. with multiple mm-hmm. injuries. I think that's a fair shout. Um, for me, the the biggest surprise has just been how far Cincinnati have fallen back. Um, I the Bengals. I, I called them as a Super Bowl team at the start. Yeah, that was uh, unfortunate. They they had some injuries coming into the season. Obviously, Hugh Jackson moving on, but they still have a talented roster. They do a good job drafting, but obviously they've they've they haven't done enough to maintain enough of their talent that. Leaves in free agency. They did have some big losses, and, and they, you know, Andy Dalton's been playing good football this mm. season, just quietly, mm. uh, but the offensive line, which had been a staple of their team, taken a step back. Defense has got holes throughout it. Their linebackers are playing relatively poorly, so for me, the biggest surprise has just been how far the Bengals have moonwalked back, as we've said before, to mediocrity.
2: Right. All right. Now, moving on to the worst fashion Fashion. statement. Fashion, fashion. Fashion is important Mm. on and off the field. Of course, NFL players can wear chains and stuff, right, as well. You see that all the time during replays. Um, But my worst fashion statement of the year so far at mid-season award goes to Derek Wolfe, Mm. Defensive enforcer for the Denver Broncos Okay, top knots. When do they become a thing? Don't care, just don't like them And he's Ooh, got this weird He's got this weird but you're like the resident hipster No, I'm not That's only your <laughs> opinion, mate
1: Everyone knows you're the resident hipster What's this t-shirt? That We're you're at, at a mate with very hip? This
2: is a big scary Looks t-shirt Looks like
1: a big scary, there you go
2: They're Melbourne
1: band to... who are excellent <laughs> It's got very much Courtney, Vi- uh, Courtney Barnett vibes You're running your glasses You've got illustration. your little hipster fringe
2: it's just bangs. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's great. It's right. just bangs. No. So the hipster's anti-top knot. All right. Well, okay. no, it, but it's a weird top knot. It's not like it's yeah. actually preventing the hair coming into his eyes. Or is it asymmetrical or as well? It's not like the David Beckham or the Harry Kuehl top knots of old. It's just like shaved on the sides and then a, a tuft of hair that's not even long enough to do much with and a little like floppy top knot. He it's is playing
3: ball. very good football, though, so
1: he's going he to get away with it. He is. I don't want this to become the Rex Ryan show, but Rex Ryan's red vest oh. that he's running is horrific. It looks oh, like that's
2: one with the big buffalo on it yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It looks like
1: a <laughs> mumu that someone's cut the arms out of. It's ridiculous. He's oh. not. A, he's not a svelte guy, and he has <laughs> got some of the. Uh, look really? I'm, I'm not the. Uh, I'm, you know, is that, that no waistband painting? Is that lap band still working? By the way, for Rex?
2: Boobs, no, no, that, that burst a long time ago. Yeah. I
1: think um, he's got man boobs, and that mumu with the sleeves cut off that bright red is not helping,
3: and doesn't help his complexion either. I do like that, yourself out, I do like that we get to see a live version of you know those direct uh, direct TV cable ads where you've got Rob Lowe and I have cable, or Rob yep. Lowe and I've got direct TV. It's a live version of that now when Rex and Rob are next to each other on the sidelines. <laughs> They're both equally disappointed when something goes wrong, but one of them just happens to look like he's been homeless for a good seven yep. months.
2: Yep, with the long shaggy. Mop of hair. For
3: me, this is a close one to home. Uh the worst fashion statement. Mm. Very happy to see Des Bryant back on the field. Uh-oh. Uh looked really good, but he was rocking post game a suit with a built in sewn in hoodie and hat underneath the hoodie. What? Uh, I love I love the, the you know, getting suited and booted after games. That's great. You wanna look sharp, you wanna look your best, that's cr- that's fantastic. It's always nice to see how your shoulders look in a nice press suit, but that
2: one—Desi no, being inspired by the the great Australian platypus with the inbuilt bill, an and, bill? and sort of deal. That is a long
1: bow. That's a long bow for the Air Jordan man. Can you, can you
2: man? buy it online? Maybe we should get you that for Christmas. You oh, you can, it doesn't he sell his attire? Well, um, like sell actually, his sort of fa- no. fashion? Um, it's Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, from platypuses, oh, Mel's a hipster. She's an atheist. <laughs> Happy it's a holidays, non-denominational everybody! <laughs> December happy holidays. Wait, uh, wait Can holiday. I just
2: also mention with Derek Wolfe? Did you guys see how he, uh, what he said after the game? Against uh, the charges. No. He said that why he explained no. why he doesn't get along with Philip Rivers. Apparently, they're not tight. I don't know, but whatever. Yeah. He said, Look, don't like the guy, don't get on with him. I think it's because, uh, you know, ever since I told him that I would eat his kids, oh. he's just stopped talking to me. That'll
1: do so, it. something
3: right out of the Mike Tyson playbook.
1: Yeah, he'd be pretty full, hasn't Philip Rivers got nine children? Yeah, it's a big feast. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. big meal. I mean, yeah. Couldn't uh, eat uh, like nine
3: of them. We no, that's like the big schnitzel challenge yeah. at uh, Bavarian Beer I
1: believe Cafe. it might
2: be eight.
3: So, from schnitzels <laughs> to rookies. Yeah, that yes. makes no sense. But offensive or defensive, which, and there's plenty of big names here, some that we've spoken about at length in this studio. But mm. who has got your rookie of the year vote? It's got to be the Dak attack. I know this is boring, but he's
1: been outstanding in letting the uh, the Cowboys, in the absence of your demigod, Tony, Tony Romo, mm.
0: um,
1: just simply outstanding. I, I can't believe the way he's guided them around the park. It was how exciting was he watching him against uh, Philly? Just a couple of days ago, yeah, yeah, the
3: Dak attack.
2: And he was one of the last QBs picked in in the draft. It's a fourth as well, round,
3: fourth round pick yeah. with a compensatory pick. So that's a late fourth rounder. Yeah, plenty of QBs that. off the board. Then, uh, you know, I think the one thing that you do see, uh, obviously, there was poor play in this last week, but he showed something that he hasn't yet, and that's when the chips were really down, uh, and he needed to step up and show some poise in the pocket. He picked his game up, um, and it's it's interesting. This narrative could have gone either way if any of those interceptions are held, but. It'll be interesting. Can he actually take out the Rookie of the Year award if he doesn't play all 16 yeah. games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as Romo increases his core training, we'll see how that goes. But the words that he's starting to hear out of Dallas it's starting to sound a little less like a, a, a soon Romo Christmas It may be late this year. Melanie, Rookie of the Year. Right.
2: I am going to nominate Carson Wentz.
3: Wow.
2: Or- QB us. for QB. A- yeah, he I'm has been
1: brilliant. Talk us through what you've loved about him.
2: Carson Wentz. Quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Correct. <laughs> Actually correct. <laughs> um, nine touchdowns, uh, 1500, over 1,500 yards passing, three interceptions, but a 92.5 pa- um, QB rating. Yep. Uh, not too shabby. you got to think of the different situation that he's come into compared with Dak. He doesn't have the same weapons that no, Dak has. Not on offense. Not on, on offense. No, no sir. No. Um, he came into a team that's sort of in a bit of a transition you know, you got
3: yeah. Nothing was expected of Philly, was it really?
2: That's No, right. this was
3: meant to be a rebuilding year.
2: Exactly right. And he's managed to uh, take this team forward in in rather successful fashion. He has copped a few losses that might have been winnable as well. Um, is there room for improvement? Absolutely, there is. Mm. Eight bumbles, one loss. That's yeah. that's not great. The um, yards per
3: attempt dropped down below five in this past game. That's that's below the Gabbat zone. So yeah, you don't like and, that. and
2: you saw <laughs> a lot zone. of. A lot of those sort of question marks arise in the game against the Cowboys, hmm. too, where he just didn't look like he was able to keep pushing them forward when it counted.
3: What do you want to see more out of him in the second half of the season?
2: I want to see him take a, maybe a few a uh, few more risks. I like that. Yeah, a few more risks, because you, you know that he's a safe... The, the way that he runs, the way that he holds the ball, the way that he makes these little dart throws, it's all very good, and that's probably what makes him such a solid quarterback to date. But if you want to go next level, you've got to be looking for those deep passes. You've got to be looking for those those big plays. And he's not going to get those with those short passes. Yeah, do
3: you wonder whether that, you know, that pass that he threw against Detroit that was picked off, it was actually a really good ball and yeah. the receiver didn't do a yeah. good enough job. And it was a beautiful pass. It got intercepted. I wonder whether one of his better deep balls is actually turning him off. Maybe some some more aggressive throws. But uh, he's only
2: new to the league, and he that's is. understandable. When
3: they went no huddle against Dallas, they looked so impressive. Mm. That was the Dallas defense didn't know what day it was. They didn't know which Game of Thrones spoilers <laughs> were real. They didn't have any clues about anything. So I'd like to see a little more of that. For me, me. yeah, Lawrence. I'm going to jump to the other side of the ball. I could easily say Zeke here. Actually, I think Zeke and Dak may cannibalize each other's uh, Rookie of the Year votes, Interesting. Uh, being part of the same unit. Zeke's always been fantastic. Everything he'd build. Joey Bosa for me, four sacks with uh, four that's games. A pick. The I late like arrival that. on defense. Uh, I think he he's, he's going to have so much spotlight on him because yeah. the Chargers don't have a lot of huge names. You know, we like Denzel Perryman. Jatavis Brown got bit banged up, um, but. Yeah, Joey Bosa is going to be screaming off the edge. You can do some damage in that AFC West with some of those offensive lines where some of them have been a little shaky at times. So, yeah, uh, I think I think you get to double-digit sacks quite comfortably over the back end of this season and really make a run. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year. But for me, out of all of them, I like him for Rookie of the Year. So that's Good shout.
1: That's yeah, the one for he's me. He's
2: certainly been worth the wait. Uh, now to, of course, um, our one inspired by the lovely Zac Efron.
1: I'm
3: not mad. I'm just Disappointed
2: award for the midseason.
3: <laughs> well played.
2: Yes, so the I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Award for me it goes to the NFL officials. <laughs> oh, okay? fantastic! Because the no fun league are eliminating fun celebrations more and more. At Earl Thomas the third from Seattle, he got done with a 15 yard unsportsmanlike penalty for hugging a ref. I know. Um, and then you've got you know touchdown celebrations. If there's just one too many hip movements, that's ah, a flag. Three
3: pumps is a flag. Yeah, it's just Three it's getting pumps. silly.
2: And then uh, of course um. There was, uh, you know, not making the calls with, with Cam and other QBs. And, yeah. you know, rush, uh, um, what's what's the call called? Roughing the passer? Roughing the, the passer, absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, in the 27-27 tie between Washington and Cincinnati, Josh Norman, he really had, he sounded off about the no calls, especially the really worrying one was the one on Jamison Crowder when he was diving for the end zone. Just get, copped a massive face mark, twisted his neck, no flag
3: cool. yeah, I wonder whether it's time uh, that they have a super challenge or something like that uh, where you can because there are certain calls that you're actually not allowed to challenge in yeah. the NFL yep. penalties are one of them um, but uh, so so most penalties occur and you can't you can't get a, re- a review on that, and some of them are pretty egregious, so I wonder whether it's time that a super Strongness challenge the come in. egregious there yeah.
2: it's a good word. I throw it around
3: a little bit whose good. As it is. Um,
2: it sounds like a fine wine. St- <laughs> Stacky, who's left you just
3: disappointed? The Colts.
2: Yes. I yeah, know oh yeah. that's a bit boring, but jeez, no. they suck.
3: And Andrew Luck is so good.
1: He's like a once-in-a-generation player, and he's just withering on the vine. It's I just really criminal. really
2: already like that, though. I mean, they might be on the up-and-up, no?
3: Nah, they stink.
1: You okay.
2: think the
3: roster's just too... Po- I mean, look, we thought, oh, they're on the up-and-up, and they just get put out of their misery by Kansas City.
2: Chris just come back, though.
3: Bonkrieff has come back. He looked good. He had a second touchdown callback on perhaps some may argue as a ticky-tacky call. Mm -hmm. Who's the... I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. You know what? I can't be mad at an AFC East team because, frankly, I don't waste too much emotion on the AFCs because the uh, New England Patriots just clean up every year. But the New York Jets, you should have been fun this year. You should have been fun with Fitz and Decker and Quincy... And Brandon. They
2: got smashed by injuries, though.
3: They did, but it's they just... Only scraped past the Browns.
2: Yeah, and the, it's,
3: mm. it's just been unimpressive. Mm. It's been uninspired. It's been disappointing. Matt Forte hasn't been... He's been overused in some capacities, underused in the passing game. For me, this one just fell flat and fat. <laughs> this should have been an exciting team they should have given a run at the at uh, the Patriots especially with the issues you were dealing with start of the could season could have been
2: so a contender you could <laughs> well, that was good for that you that no. was very good could have been a contender
1: alright so <laughs> who's the mentioned- mid-season MVP talk to me that's our next category I love this category I'm gonna shock me shock me Mel who is it
2: uh now, I'm going against myself, what I said earlier, but I do think it's Tom Brady. Oh, I'm <laughs> no, good. I'm so, fired up. because okay, I'm going to so, come at you here. So initially, I'm coming in, at you. I, in an earlier podcast that we recorded this year, I did say I just don't know if, if they can give it to him because he's missed the first four games and a sus- like a sp- suspension never looks pretty. So I just want clean slate maybe next year. But what he's done in four games is pretty darn impressive. 12 touchdowns, no interceptions. <gasps> 1300 yards 98 from 134 pass completion uh, it's it's impressive right and th- the thing is the scary thing is he's got more weapons than he's had in a long time uh, at receiving wise, and it doesn't look like they're slowing down.
3: He's got one less on the defensive side of the ball after Jamie Collins got traded <laughs> for Collins. a compensatory late wow. third round. That was
2: big. Can we talk about that for a bit?
3: We can. Right after I pick holes in your argument, and that is that. <laughs> you can one, try. You can one, try. One, Jimmy Garoppolo looked fantastic when he was in there. Yeah. Uh, they were winning. They were grinning. The offense was spinning. <laughs> uh, we're talking. This award is most <laughs> valuable. Most valuable. How much difference is this regular season going to be with Tom Brady there than it wasn't with what Jimmy Garoppolo's, even what Jacoby Brissett was able to do for a while? They still would have been leading the NFC, We uh, the AFC East, excuse me. They still would have been the AFC number one contender by the looks of things. Um, I just don't see that you can compare that. When you look at a guy like Andrew Luck, who has breathed... Some semblance <laughs> of life. And this is my shout. Andrew Luck for mid-season MVP. <laughs> Out of nowhere, he's got them to what? three wins. He's got the Colts to three wins and with a shout at an AFC South division title wow. and a run at the plus. Because look at value. Do we have any doubt that without Andrew Luck, the Colts would be rivaling the Browns as the only other winless team? It's a strong argument and it's, it's been well made. Is it a
2: strong argument?
3: Without Tom Brady, the Patriots that. are probably, what, what you, three seven? And one? Yeah, so you're probably still six and two or seven one without Tom Brady. Without Andrew Luck, the Indianapolis Colts would be so far packing for the first pick in the draft. They already would have been calling Miles Garrett's number, the pass rusher out of A and M. So if you're looking at value and what that truly means, Andrew Luck has done more for the Colts than Brady has over the past four games, despite the fact that you read out some lovely statistics. Alright, and on that note, Matt Ryan is my <laughs> MVP.
1: Matty Ryan! I'm in love with this kid. Yep. He's brilliant. He just makes football so fun to watch. He goes for it. Big, long passes. Is Matty Ryan
2: like 40? No, he's a early a 30s. Kid? Oh, early 30s? Whatever. He weathered.
1: He's <laughs>
3: the best. I love him. Matty Ryan, MVP. Your man.
2: That's a good shout. Atlanta. So that's a better shout.
3: Did then. you want to do the Jamie Collins trade quickly?
2: Yeah, yeah. On oh, a scale
3: of one to, big what news. just happened? That was a red wedding of a move. I just Where love was your emotion? Bill Belichick is just so cold, callous, yeah. isn't he? He's just like won yeah, Von Miller you, money.
2: Man. Laters. So
3: the, the narrative that's trying to go around is that Jamie Collins was freelancing a bit. He'd still performed well this season. Now, can we
2: define freelancing for those that oh, don't so understand? Oh, so he
3: wasn't playing specifically assignment sound on defense mm. and would make moves based on what he saw a little too often, a little more than what Belichick would have liked.
2: And sometimes didn't make him look very good on the field.
3: Yeah, either. but here's my question. Mm. Why would anyone trade with, with Bill Belichick?
2: Well, that's... It's like the,
1: No one ever wins In a trade like, with him no. Why
3: would you do it trading Unless you're trading Vader For Bill Belichick
1: Yeah That's the only trade You make
3: It's the only Related I, to Belichick Look Jamie Collins Is a stud You're not going to get You're, you're rarely going to hit On a player of that caliber Late in the third round And that's the pick That they gave up mm. Uh you know, you can question how many snaps he was playing in the last couple of weeks, and, you know, guys like Michael Lombardi and, and Bill Simmons and some, you know, Patriots maniacs on Twitter can try and say that Jamie Collins has been terrible. He's been a good player this year, and he's been one of the best linebackers in the game. Over oh, the he past is a quality player. Years.
2: That's what makes me think that maybe there's something more to this that isn't being reported that we may never know. There's
3: definitely mm-hmm. something more to
1: it. Because,
2: you, like, I mean, this is something that you can't really put your finger on, right? But Especially
3: because
1: when you they. you got to sh-
2: trust that Belichick has a reason.
3: He's not exactly an aging veteran. No, I and know. This guy in his prime years. So, an interesting one there, but we have learnt amongst many things, as much as he may make Mel smile and the rest of us grimace.
2: And continue to make himself frown.
3: You just don't argue with some of Belichick's no, personnel. Right. Most of Belichick's personnel. You do not argue with Bill Belichick.
2: Now we move on to Aussie MVP. Most valuable player of the Aussies. There's four of them. Well, there's three of us in this room. Someone's going to be left with a sad face. <laughs> Mel, do you want to kick us off uh, off with Yes. I think I'll go with Jordan Berry. Mm. He's having a great sophomore year in the NFL um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course. Solid punt average. He's consistently getting inside 20s. Maybe he does have a good uh, coverage unit to support him, but still, his consistency this year has been the most impressive thing to me. Yeah,
3: on on a very good team. I can't argue right now with Jordan Berry. I completely agree with you on that pick. Punting has been phenomenal. His control when it needs to be mm-hmm. uh, a shorter punt that needs to be pinned down in the ten of the five has been sublime. Yep. Uh, not always the easiest conditions. Some of the games that Pittsburgh are about to go through. So I'm completely on board with that. Jay Berry has the Aussie mid-season MVP for me.
1: Looks like we're all in furious agreement. Oh,
2: oh,
3: yeah. So boring. <laughs> so excitement. Bunch of
1: berries <laughs> on special here in the hard count booth. Wait, who's gonna? We... Okay, let's get to the next one. Second half bolter of the season. Oh, who can still? Make playoffs that we think is maybe a little bit sucky right now.
2: We'll see, this is my, my what I wrote down for this, okay, mm. is in support of Lawrence's earlier ridiculous suggestion for <laughs> Andrew Luck. The Indianapolis Colts in third place in the AFC South. Jacksonville down the bottom. I don't think they're at risk of moving too far from that. No. Tennessee, they're four and four. Definitely due for probably a couple more losses, <laughs> you'd think. Um, Houston, by no means, how Houston at the top of that division? Uh, just perplexes me, but it also tells me that they're not super, they haven't got that cemented, you know, Mm. and I feel like a team like the Colts just just trailing behind them, but only two wins, Um, you know, that could go go well for them if they just keep improving.
1: Yeah, I I, I totally agree, and then they're
3: going to be completely irrelevant in the postseason. (laughs) (laughs) AFC South is just awful. No, with the amount of, you know, questionable quality games that we're getting... Uh, is there a question, is there a suggestion to be made that we just delete the AFC South and bring it back to 28 teams?
2: Just <laughs> um, scratch it all. Just. just scratch it. Who's
3: bolting, Stacky? B-b- Benny
1: and the Jets. No! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> the Jets can still make it.
2: All right, this is like oh. the most all over the place Pod we've ever done I know they're this,
3: appalling this is what happens when we don't tell each other what our points are gonna be beforehand and the surprise factor the tension the drama here the bills oh, yeah. are four
1: and four the jets are three and five the jets they do. have a pulse right
3: there's some they're, they're, their run coming up isn't that bad and the bills aren't that good they get the dolphins this week. Are you happy with them taking care of Miami? Yeah, they'll knock over Miami. Miami are imposters. Brandon
1: Marshall revenge game.
3: Former Miami
1: Dolphin. Yeah, I like him. I don't
2: know the Miami Dolphins. I've watched a a bit of Jets
1: this year, and they've lost some games where they haven't been that bad. I I don't think it's a fair representation.
2: Maybe early on, but
1: I I
3: love the I love the craziness that is Fitz. (laughs)
2: <laughs> How long will it
3: be till you are wearing a Quincy Nunwa jersey in the office on Mondays? Could, could, could be a while, but Is I it do Anunua like Quincy or first. A uh, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Over under fifty five percent that your firstborn will be Quincy Stack. Over. There we go. Yeah. That's all you need to know. That's a very cool. refined name. My bolter, and it's a, it's a team I've been hammering on, and they're absolutely still last place in their division, and I don't care because you can't tell me any other different. Are you going to say, go on. San Diego Superchargers. I knew you were going to say charges. San Diego Chargers. It's still going to happen. <laughs> you know what we're talking about, our bolter? No surprise that the bolts are my pick. They right? can't? They can't? No. They can't do it. They can do it. It's going to be a Disney-style story. I want Al Michaels making the call throughout. I want him narrating this thing in a football life. Who's getting out of
1: that, that division then?
3: Well... I, I checked, and all four teams can't make it out of the AFC of course, West. this is
2: with Oakland Raiders, Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. and Kansas City. So you think three yep. are going
3: to get out of there? Uh, three are definitely coming out of the AFC West. Oh, okay. I, would, I would petition that none of the AFC South get to send a team, um, <laughs> and that we just get to send we'll just, four from the we'll AFC West. just put West. that
2: to Goodell next week, shall we?
3: And that leaves us with one final pick to make. Am I right there? Super Bowl. Mel, shock me, the Pats.
2: Yeah, the Patriots have got to be a a favourite, you'd think, at this point. Yeah, Um, fair Mm. shout-out. What I did find interesting this week, I saw Barack Obama putting in his little tip for the Super Bowl this year. He thinks it's going to be a, a rematch of two Super Bowls ago between Seattle and the Patriots. Seattle coming
3: off a loss to New it's Orleans. I'm not one. sure I'm ready to send them firing out of a pretty tough NFC. Yeah. Bruck can be a little chalky with his picks. If you've seen him do his March Madness before, it normally <laughs> ends up with four number one seeds in the final four. Right. Maybe uh, he got okay. exotic and put a two seed so in. So he like right. had yeah. a quick
2: squiz at ESPN or FoxSports.com.au yeah. and went, yep, these guys. Yeah, okay. the latter one. Company bad. woman you are. Uh, but what do, you, what, what do I think on NFC? Atlanta.
3: Atlanta. Okay, there you Atlanta, go. Atlanta, oh,
2: Patriots. That. That'd be a great Super Bowl. It yeah,
3: would be. An everyone in the world would be going for Atlanta. Yeah, and, that's but, fine. Well, not everyone. But
1: Atlanta, the problem with them is they've got no defense. Um, I think your boys, Dallas.
3: Wow, we're yeah. going all the way. And the Patriots. Oh, Patriots. No.
1: oh Dallas Patriots. Patriots. That'd
2: yeah. be a fun day in the office for us, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm it?
3: taking that down. I, can't, I, cannot, I would not be in, able to be in the same room <laughs> as you during that game.
2: <laughs> Why? Uh, professional professional considerations,
3: lose? personal considerations. No, you guys are definitely watching it together.
1: Are you saying no. that our
2: friendship would die if we were in the same room and we both our teams were in the Super Bowl because of... Inevitably what we'd say to each other Is that what you're saying?
3: Uh, if the Patriots won, yeah
2: Oh, okay, I see yeah.
3: I don't know if I could recover from that Well,
2: it's good that you go to that as a default
3: No, that's a big if though um, And so, Lawrence, so yeah. do, you see, do you see your boys going there? Do I see my boys making it? Do you see or...
2: what I see? Do you Do you have it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Twist One more time
2: It's a good joke.
3: Do you see what I see? Do I see the Dallas Cowboys making it all the way to the Super Bowl? No. Okay. Yeah. No, they're not my pick to go all the way. I actually think we're going to get... I think there's enough substance to this team that the Atlanta Falcons, for me... Hmm. Do you think their D can get it done? gonna fall one game short? Ah, oh. because while everybody that. has terrible. jumped off,
2: someone's just like thought that their podcast has skipped uh, <laughs> and and somehow malfunctioned.
3: It's going to be the Detroit. No, it's going to be the Green Bay Packers. Packers. The Packers. <laughs> the Packers. Nah, that's yes. Everybody's off. Everybody's off them, but I will remind you that they won a Super Bowl. Last time they won a Super Bowl, so many defensive injuries, <laughs> so they're going to go all the way from the NFC, and they are going to meet in the AFC. So I actually think Big Ben comes back, and we get the yeah, Steelers. Steelers. that's a solid pick. Steelers. That's a solid
2: pick. He's already on his feet after having surgery <laughs> <like> a day <laughs> ago. Rumors
3: are he's going to play this what? weekend.
2: He's a violent man. He,
3: he's coming back. He couldn't possibly Gosh. face the idea of missing a bloodbath with. Wait for it, cliche. No love lost with the Ravens. He can't miss that one.
2: All right, now we move on to uh, week nine ahead.
3: Oh, so the
1: headlines? Yes, we
2: got to go into some headlines. What do we think we're going to see next week, boys?
1: You tell me, Mel.
2: Well, that's nice of you to flip it back <laughs> at me, Patrick
1: Zach. I can give you one. The Broncos are going to towel up the Raiders in Oakland. The frauds are convicted. That is where Sentenced. we get the end of the uh, line for the Raiders. We will, they will be exposed.
2: You know what I'm tipping? I think Minnesota might be in trouble against the Lions. Yeah,
3: Ooh, I, I like, like that.
2: Um, Detroit There's, The have... people
3: have actually... We've been getting a lot of tweets in saying... Really enjoying the content, Mel's headline predictions need to have a little more chutzpah.
2: Is that really what people have saying? Apparently, I read it in one of the reviews.
3: Five stars, but Mel needs better.
2: No. At Laurie
1: Headlines.
3: Horesh,
2: uh,
1: he
3: keeps tweeting it.
2: Um, oh, yeah, on
3: okay. iTunes, this LMH1988 put a glowing <laughs> review, but again, mm-hmm. Mel's picks, they need more need more. more. So, I really like that. Lines to upset the Vikings... Like in the, big, in, the, on it. in the big uh, in the Viking sailship up there in Minnesota.
2: Um, the Vikings, their O-line still looks like they're in a bit of trouble. Yeah. So, just don't know where they're going to so have the points to match Detroit. Spot Even in there. Minnesota.
3: Lawrence. The Bills are going so, to yes. absolutely the Bills. steamroll the Seattle Seahawks. Uh. And it's going to be a shining moment for the Ryan Twins. In primetime, on Monday night, Gruden's grinders, they're all going to be Bills. So Bills, stun the Seahawks. Well, that is a wrap for Hard Count.
2: Going Mel? to the ship. We've got to point the people to our, our wonderful uh, social media. Oh, He's yes. At, at Hard Count Fox. Uh, at Laurie Horish, at Pat Stack Fox, at Melanie Dinyashki. Um Send us a tweet. Tell us your feedback about the show. If you have a question you want us to raise on the show, just flick it through. We're always open to jump. suggestions. Jump
3: on iTunes, hammer those reviews hard, and uh, make sure that after you do listen to all our expert picks, jump on Fox Sports Partner Platform Draft Stars and <laughs> get involved there. Other than that, just come join the party mm. as yep. we celebrate the fact that, guys, the runway to the playoffs is here. We have reached it. It's about to get to business time and that'll do us for our mid-season extravaganza.
2: The glass is half full.